Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. Our guest this week is a favorite among friends of Seek Reality. He's sort of like Craig Hogan, like Mikey Morgan, and a few others. He's someone that people will email me about, which is something I kind of honor that. When people say, you know, I I, I enjoyed when you talked to so-and-so, and, and are you going to have him back? And and I love that. So then I, I, I send him an email and say, when can we have you back? And and uh, I I'm grateful to you for telling me your stories about success when you've when you've had had a, a session with someone that we've had on and and I'm grateful to him for helping you frankly when you've had a problem and the problem has been partway solved or fully solved and as as many of you know I I don't like ishy topics and because I'm kind of a Pollyann at heart but that doesn't mean that somewhat darker topics are not important and our guest today Peter Wright tells me that possession by negative or somewhat negative entities is becoming more common in his practice and he's had a lot of success dealing with somewhat not as pleasant possession for people who've been having trouble with them so we're going to talk about those today and and also just plain earthbounds sometimes they kind of float in and and they'll latch on to you and and we'll talk about that too as you likely know jesus was casting out demons and sometimes just confused entities throughout the gospels he did it all the time and for most of my life i thought that kind of spirit possession was something that only happened way back then. It was something that certainly doesn't happen now, does it? But it seems I was wrong about that. It seems, in fact, that a lot of the problems and mental ills that plague people nowadays are caused by spirit possession of one kind or another. And we'll talk about about that with Peter today. Um, Peter's not the only practitioner I'm, I'm aware of who's able to remove possessing entities. There, there's someone else I'm, I'm aware of who makes a career of removing these hitchhikers, just confused entities who are still hanging on from the Vietnam War, believe it or not. And Peter's extremely good at what he does. Very good. Today we're going to talk about getting rid of various possessing entities in particular. And this is Peter Wright's 16th Seek Reality appearance with us. Peter, welcome. I'm so happy to have you back with us today. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure speaking with you and with those who've tuned in to, to hear what we have to share. Now, if, when people, people who are listening are saying, well, I I'm sure I don't have anything like that. How would people know if they have a possessing entity that might be bothering them? I'd like to then share the 10 common signs for spirit attachments. And actually, the the term is attachment rather than possessing entity, because they're just simply have attached to your energy field. So as I go through this, um, I find that they are key to the possibility that intruders might be present. 
So the first okay, one, so, so I shouldn't say possessing entities. They're just attachments, hitchhikers, kind of. Intruders. Okay. So, um, so as we think about the most common signs, growing feelings of fear, anxiety, or depression. Uh, number two, the abuse, abuse of drugs, including alcohol, pot, and psychedelics. Number three, impulsive behavior. Four, character shifts or mood swings. Five, low energy levels or sudden loss of physical energy. Six, memory problems or poor concentration. Seven, and this one is very important, and an inner self-critical voice or voices that are speaking to you. Eight, repetitious nightmares, especially nightmares containing elements of violence. And nine, sudden onset of physical problems with no obvious cause. In other words, pains that move about the body or pains that fail to respond to traditional medical treatments. And then adding number 10, just one more, a strong emotional or physical reaction to hearing this information. <laughs> so, okay, um, so you just named basically everybody listening. Everybody was saying, oh, that's me, Lord. Exactly. And so what I'm suggesting is that um, there could be intruders contributing to these issues. I'm not saying that there are, but that could be a possibility. And it could be a reason why if you sought out uh, traditional talk therapy or medical assistance, that things may not have, have shifted or changed very much from those efforts. It's coming from an entirely different uh, source, if you will. But it would be if there was sort of an onset of, of any of these issues. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, exactly. So that's why I invite clients to consider this as a possibility. Wow. All right. So, so someone contacts you then and they're saying, hey, you know, I heard you talk on the secret reality with Roberta. And I think I may have uh, maybe just more than one person in this body. Exactly. So when, I, when that happens, I'd like to first say that spirit releasement therapy is not based on any religious belief system. Rather, it's clear, it's rational, it's methodical, and often complete. And also it's short-term results-oriented therapy that accomplish, can accomplish a great deal in just one two-hour session. Um, so using that as a off point, um, we can then talk about uh, how best to, to deal with these issues. What I do is I like to then share a protocol of how I've approached this. Um, but before I do that, Let's then, well, let's go into the protocol. I take clients at the beginning of the session. We talk about the issues the client would like to resolve. And then doing so, I ask um, the client then to invite all their guidance to join us. And when they can sense or feel that the guidance has arrived, uh, to let me know. I then invite, uh, thank the guidance for joining us and invite um, the guidance to work with us to resolve these particular uh, issues. I then ask the client to take those goals, those issues that they'd like to resolve into their heart and send them out like a silent prayer 
to all those who've helped join us from the light. I then ask the client to follow that up with a silent prayer of gratitude. So what we're doing is we're setting ourselves up for success. Um, I then take the client into hypnosis and then on a guided visualization up into the fifth dimension. So what's the fifth dimension? It's a higher vibration. It's, and it's very easy in that higher vibration to connect with the guidance of the client, the heart and their higher self. And so that's what we do. We're up there in the light. And I ask the client to describe that place. What does it look like or feel like or seem like? And then we invite the client's heart to join us with words like, I'm here. So the client is channeling their own heart energy up in the light. So I ask the heart to come forth through them and tell us, how do you support? Let's say the client's name is Alice. Um, it will tell us. We then invite the client's higher self to join us. How do you experience your higher self? You may see it, sense it, or feel it. And then I ask that higher self, how do you support Alice? It will tell us. So what we're doing is we're creating an opportunity for the client to establish an inner wisdom team that we'll be working with throughout the session, a team that knows everything about the client from this life and past lives and is eager to come forth right now to work with us to resolve these particular issues. In fact, the client has brought her uh, issues to the session. Her inner wisdom team has brought their issues to the session. Because wow, they it's crowded in here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll stop right there. Any comments or questions, Roberta, so far? No, I, 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 it makes a lot of sense. It, it's intuitively very sensible. So then we invite the uh, Archangel Michael to join us because he's the go-to when it comes to working with intruders. Now, from my own perspective, we're inviting the channel, the client to channel these energies. And so it could be any voice that's coming forth. So I ask a key question um, with any of these wisdom figures. Are you in service to the light and love of the one infinite creator? If it is not Archangel Michael or not a being of light or higher self, it cannot lie and say, I sure am. So this is what I <laughs> sure we're talking with very high vibrational uh, resources, including archangels and um, those from the light, because they're leading the session for us. So with heart and higher self present and Archangel Michael, we form this inner wisdom team that we're working with, as I mentioned, through the session. And on occasion, I'll turn to the team and say, what wants to happen next? <laughs> and they'll tell us. Um, and they're eager, and others will show up from the light. Often, um, a spirit guide of a client will show up, or the client's grandmother will show up. They're eager to help because they know everything about the client and are here to support us as we work with the client to resolve these issues. So, we then invite the client to imagine herself standing in front of a magic mirror of truth. And this magic mirror of truth has a frame around it. Um, so I invite her to, to describe the frame. It could be metal, glass, or wood, or something else. 
And then to look into that magic mirror of truth at her own reflected energy or body. In other words, whatever shows up, describe it to me. Ideally, it should be the client with a, as she is today, with a big smile on her face. That rarely happens. Yeah. Instead, it could be the client as a child, or it could be a spirit guide of the client, or it could be a past life, or it could be um, negative energy. But whatever shows up in the mirror, I invite her to um, not only describe it, but then invite that energy to come forth and talk to us with words like, I'm here. So I see this as an opportunity for us to have a metaphor right up front of what the major issues are for the client and to use the mirror as a way for us to explore what um, that metaphor might be. So what I find is that we invite that energy with, to come forth with words like, I'm here, and I ask a key question. Are you a part of Alice or something else? That answer can have three possible possibilities. One answer could be, I'm a part of Alice. Great. It could be a spirit guide, a positive emotion, an inner child, um, a very uh, positive, loving part of the, of, of, this, of the client. Another possibility. Are you a part of Alice or something else? Something else. Have you ever had your own human body? Yes or no? Yes. If it's uh, the answer is yes, it could be an earthbound spirit. The surviving consciousness of someone who, when they died, did not go completely into the light. Part of them did, but not all of them did. And these earthbound spirits then are looking for a place to hide. Often they're in the lower astral realm in the fourth dimension, and they're attracted to us because uh, negative, if you will, depressed spirits are attracted to depressed people. Angry spirits are attracted to angry people. And if you consider that the physical body is protected by the aura, we know that. The spirit body is protected by the, I'm sorry, the physical body is protected by the immune system. The spirit body is protected by the aura. And on occasion, they become weak due to trauma, due to too much alcohol, or um, having a, a, a difficult life. And holes develop in the aura. So through those holes can come earthbound spirits who set up housekeeping within us. And so thus that first category could be an earthbound spirit. Another possibility would be, are you a part of Alice or something else? Something else. Have you ever had your own human body? No. It could be negative energy. Here in the, uh, with, with negative energy, it's never had a human body. And so its purpose is to often stop us on our spiritual journey. And that's what these energies do. They're here to stop us from moving forward on um on uh, the direction our, our, we would like our lives to take. So if it's a, a, a negative energy, then um, what I'm seeking to do then is to uh, ask Archangel Michael to scan it, whether it's earthbound spirit, a negative energy to, for him to scan it and let me know um, 
if it is you know, positive or negative, and how we might best deal with it. So let me stop right there and, and, and please ask more questions. No, I, it's like, this is like reading a novel. I can't wait to hear what's next. <laughs> and so, um, so in doing this then, what we find is that uh, these spirits are attracted to us when they merge with our subconscious mind. And what we find is that in the majority of cases, there's a blending of the personalities. And so we as humans aren't necessarily aware that they are present. Further, they do not require our permission to be there. Uh, so many of these attachments could be benevolent in nature if they're uh, simply part of the client or self-serving or malevolent. And what we find is that they can interfere with any aspect of our life because our thoughts and desires and behaviors are experienced um, from them through us. And so it can often be, as I mentioned right up front, a negative self-critical voice. So we're, we're, now I'm now talking with the spirit and asking questions about it. And if it's an earthbound spirit, I'll ask it, um, how, how, how long have you been with my client? Um, and then from there, what allowed you to get in? What was, the, uh, what was happening that made her vulnerable to you? Um, how old was the client when you first arrived? It's another question that I ask. Um, and um, was there an agreement or arrangement with the client that allowed this connection to occur? Often there's a karmic agreement from a past life or this life. So what we're basically doing is we're inviting the client to come forth and talk to us, uh, to sh share its story so we can find out how it has been affecting the client and what wants to happen to release it. Because that will give us some ideas as to what wants to happen next. Do they ever lie to you or, um, or, or do they have to tell the truth? They can often lie to us. And that's why I will ask Archangel Michael or others from the light to let me know if in fact the spirit is lying. Um, and what I can also do is we invite, if it's a negative energy, we invite the angels of the white light who work with Archangel Michael to surround this negativity with nets and webs of pure white light to pull the net snug, tighten them slowly and steadily. And this will cause the energy and uh, to get smaller and smaller as it's forcing the energy to speak the truth. Wow. So, the help of the angels to, in fact, work with us in partnership with us to uh, assist in not only corralling it, but forcing it to speak the truth so we can get the true story as to why it's affecting a client and how it, how it got there. Okay. So then can you make it leave? Can you say, well, so too bad, so sad, get out of here. <laughs> so what we do to make it leave is um, we invite the, um, we invite the end the energy to tell its story. 
to find out how it got there and why it's present there. And then if it's an earthbound spirit to then um, invite a loved one from the other side to come and join us. You know, who did you love the most when you had your own human body? Um, and often, let's say it's um, a mother. So we invite the mother to come from the light to join us. And so I'll turn to the client and say, is she here? And the client will say yes, because in fact, the, that spirit has come from the light and is present now. Um, I ask, um, describe your mother to me. Uh, often it's a very loving presence. And I'll ask um, the mother if she'd be willing to take the client home to the light. And often she'll say yes. But um, we've, dis we've discussed um, with, the, with the energy, with the earthbound spirit, how it's been affecting the client. And often it's really not there for as high as good. So by finding out how it's been affecting, I then ask the client, do you want this spirit to be with you any longer? And the client will, of course, say no. We as humans have dominion over our body. Uh, we are in charge of our body and can therefore demand that these energies leave and they must leave. Um, but often so many of us are unaware that these even exist. So therefore, we don't um, ask these energies to leave. So once the energy has been um, told to leave by the client, I then invite Archangel Michael um, to escort this energy, uh, or I'm sorry, I've, I missed a step here. So I then ask uh, the, the uh, earthbound spirit to take all of its thoughts, feelings, and attitudes and beliefs that it has placed into the client out of the client and place them at the feet of the client um, so they can no longer affect the client. I'll then ask the client, uh, as you look down at that stuff, is it bigger than a suitcase? Because I'm wondering how large that energy is that's been affecting the client. And often it's the size of a suitcase or whatever. And then ask Archangel Michael to come in and transmute, transform that energy into white light energy so it can no longer affect anyone. And then to escort with the angels of the white light and mom, if she's present, who has ever come from the light to take this um, energy back home into the light. And in fact, that's what happens. Um, at the count of three, please go into the light. And I ask you, Alice, to watch the client, watch the spirit go um, as it leaves and make sure it goes into the light. I count to three and off it goes. And then I'll ask the client, um, has it left? And then if so, we invite Archangel Michael to come back again with words like I'm here and ask, is there what else wants to happen? Have we, is there anything else present that has been affecting my client? And if so, we'll do a similar uh, releasement if other intruders are present or we move on to the next step in the process is working with the inner wisdom team to focus on any other issues that the client would like to resolve that have nothing to do with um, earthbound spirits or negative entities. Wow, this is heavy stuff. Is the relief instantaneous then after all of this? Yes, often it is. Um, so uh, we then get together 
I get together with my clients about a week or so after the session to talk about the session. Um, because during that time, um, the client begins to experience shifts and changes. They feel lighter. They feel more in control. Often they feel like their power has come back to them. Um, the relationships are better with those who they'd had problems with in the past, who we had worked with during the session. Um, so that uh, a week later, we can now look back on the session and talk about what occurred. So in those follow-ups, which last about an hour, I go through my notes, taking them step-by-step step through the session, describing what I was doing and why, and underscoring the wisdom coming from them and those we worked with so they can connect the dots, process and integrate. Um, and by doing so, this allows them to realize even more about what has occurred, what has changed for them. And along the way, I've sent them a recording of the session that they can listen to that includes all that we did so they can always stop the recording, ask more questions, and get more answers. Because by listening to the recording, they go back into the trance state. And it's very then easy to do even more as a result of our work together. Wow. So a lot can shift in just one two-hour session and a one-hour follow-up. I can see that. Huge. Yes. And so I find as well that suicides are often uh, a contributing factor caused by uh, the presence of um, earthbound spirits or negative energies. Uh, so that that negative, that's why I mentioned earlier, is there a negative voice present? If so, we invite that negative voice to come through the client with words like, I'm here. And I'll ask, you know, are you a part of Alice or something else? And if it's not a part of Alice, is it an earthbound spirit or a negative entity? And if so, we'll then invite the uh, Archangel Michael and others to work with us to send that energy into the light. But these um, suicides had committed suicide themselves, and now they're possessing someone else to try to get that person to commit suicide? It could be that. It could be anger or karmic from the past, a past life, or it could be negative energies that have latched onto them and are just simply causing uh, fear and pain and so on and are looking to disrupt um, the life of the client and perhaps lead to the client's death. They're just yeah. angry spirits that are um, not here to help us and are there, in fact, causing uh, problems for us. I'm kind of speechless about this. <laughs> it, it, does, it, does it usually really work, though? I find that it does. Um, that these, um, th these spirits are present because they can be, and our, our talk therapy model, um, which is based in the third dimension, uh, does not even allow these energies to exist because we can't see them. They're not present People at all. do talk therapy, it doesn't seem to work very well. It, well it, I mean, I, that's, been, that's been my experience. People tell me that talk therapy doesn't seem to work very well. And so from my perspective, let me then uh, compare talk therapy with hypnotherapy. For me, talk therapy is working with the conscious mind, the memory, and the ego. But it's all within a three-dimensional model of this is all there is, folks. There's nothing more than what I can experience right now in the third dimension. Well, there is so much more. So using hypnosis, I take clients um, into hypnosis and then on up into the light, up into the fifth dimension where all possibilities exist for us. 
We can go anywhere, anyhow, any why, any when. And in that higher vibration, it's very easy to connect with your guidance that knows everything about you. And in fact, that's what we do right up front. So they are leading the session, as I mentioned, and they brought their own to-do list for us to focus on. So we're working with your emotions from this life and past lives, your physical body, what's happened to it in this life and past lives. Your physical body remembers past lives. I've had a number of clients with lower back pain. There's a sword still sticking out of the lower back. We take the sword out and the pain goes away. But most I would imagine it would. Oh, my God. But importantly, we're spirit body, your connection to your heart, your higher self, and all your guidance. So it's a broader palette of resources who are eager to report for duty and work with us. Another way of looking at it would be left brain versus right brain. For me, the left brain is that analytical part of you. It keeps the body functioning, the heart beating, the muscles moving. It is your... Uh, conscious mind, your ego, your to-do list. Often it's how we navigate our lives out of our left brain. Hooray, it's talk therapy. But equally important is the right brain. For me, the right brain is your your emotions, your values, your imagination, and most particularly your heart and your higher self. Because then we have access to all the guidance available to us. So, For my left brain clients, the engineers, the accountants who really live their lives out of their left brain, right up front, I invite them to ask their left brain to sit on their left shoulder at the beginning of the session, take careful notes, and shut up. (laughs) I ask the right brain to sit on their right shoulder and invite heart and higher self to join us there. And with heart and higher self to invite all their friends to come down um, from the non-physical realm and lead the session. They do and they do. So it's a very different paradigm we're working with, but one that takes advantage of those who are aware of your own soul's journey and have joined us during the session to help you resolve these issues. Wow. So how about if I share some some client examples here, um, just to give you a sense of what we're doing. Please do. Please do. Uh, The client came to me uh, with issues of releasing guilt and anxiety. And we went to the magic mirror of truth after meeting with her heart and higher self and Archangel Michael. And I asked her to to look into that magic mirror of truth. And she saw herself uh, surrounded by blackness um, all around her. So we invited that blackness to come forth and talk to us um, with words like, I'm here. So I'm here, said the blackness. How are you affecting my client? I keep her from being the person that she wants to be. Well, how long, when did you first join my client? The blackness told us that the client was 14 years old when it first joined forces, uh, came into her. How do you affect my client? I have made her sad and feel different from others. Well, we explored this further and discovered that the energy was a male earthbound spirit who died at the age of 16. And he caused my client to be sad and angry like he was when he died. So we've now found out more about the story and how he'd been affecting the client. So I asked him, who did you love the most when you had your own human body? He said, his mom. 
And his mom then joined us. We invited her to join us from the spirit realm. And um, he was thrilled to see her because often these are lost souls, if you will. They don't know where to go. They haven't gone completely into the light, looking for a place to hide. They come into us as a refuge, but they're sort of then don't know what to do other than affect us. So mom's now with him. Um, we then asked Archangel Michael to work with the client to take out all of the thoughts, feelings, attitudes, beliefs that the spirit had placed into her. And in doing so, um, he described or she described that stuff at her feet as to be um, fairly large cardboard box. Um, he then transformed that into white light energy. And I asked the client to watch as Archangel Michael escorted, with the help of his mom, her son into the light. Um, and at the count of three, off they went, and the client felt immediately lighter. Um, so then we returned to the magic mirror of truth, looking into her own reflected energy or body, and she saw herself in her own bedroom, looking into the mirror with a big smile on her face, just as she is today. We then invited her heart and higher self to join us. And they told us, because I asked what just shifted, what took place during our session today. And they said, we'd made her stronger and able to forgive herself. We released negative energy that had been blocking her. And we helped the client step back into her own power and move forward on her soul's journey. That's huge. Yeah, that's great. I'll give you another example. The client was a 60 year old man who had a fear of death and had been mourning the recent death of his wife of 30 years. So in the magic mirror of truth, he saw the grim reaper appeared. It was a negative entity that was attracted to my client to cause confusion with him and trigger his fears about death. So we then sent the grim reaper into the light with the help of Archangel Michael and the Angels of the White Light. And we then invited the client's wife to join us from the other side, because again, he'd been afraid of death and his wife had recently died. And what happened during that uh, conversation between my client and his wife, she shared some personal information with the client that, he had, that he'd never known which puts so much of their life together in perspective. And in, uh, later on, we just uh, coming out of the session, he said that this had done a great deal to release his own fear of death and to know that his life was doing well now in the spirit realm. So in the follow-up session, we talked about all of this, and he was so pleased to not only be free of that negative energy that made him fearful of death, but also to realize that his wife was doing well and that he would be meeting with her upon his own passing. How wonderful. Peter, you do so much good work in the world. Well, we're all, we're all just um, looking to help each other as we progress here <laughs> on the soul's journey. Yes, that's just what we try to do. I'm so sad we've come to the end of our time. I'd love to spend all day with you just talking about these things. So what, what do you want people most to take from our conversation today? Um, how to protect themselves. Let's talk about that very briefly here. Um, 
What I invite you to do, those who are listening, to imagine or visualize yourself completely surrounded by a strong uh, uh, shield of white protective light. And just make the shield, make it as strong as you can. Because by doing so, you are protecting your energy field. It's like a um, just, just surround you with a, a bubble or shield white protective light. And doing so will help you to stay protected. And then if you feel or sense a spirit trying to enter, be firm. You do not have permission to come into my body. You don't live here. You don't belong here. This is not your body. I want you to leave immediately. Because again, you have, you're uh, in charge of you. And by expressing your, your own uh, uh, truth loudly and with a great deal of energy and emotion, um, it can serve as an opportunity for the spirit to depart or whatever it might be. And that most of all, love, 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 love yourself, love others, because that's why we're here, I think, to experience and, and, and share love with those around us, which can be another very potent way to protect yourself. So those are three suggestions about ideas to keep in mind as a result of today's session. How beautifully said. Big hug, my dear. Biggest, biggest hug. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And everyone, this is, to, we've uh, come to the end yeah. of our time. But as you know, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. And never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began. You never will end. And when you get that, it changes everything in your life for the better. And next week, our guest will be Jacob Cooper, who will be with us for the third time. Jacob had a, a very rare childhood near-death experience at the age of three, and it shaped his whole life. Today, he's a clinical social worker, a certified Reiki master, and a certified hypnotherapist, and he specializes in past life regression therapy, too. He does it differently, though, as you'll see. And he, he's very, been very much inspired by his spiritual awakening and transformative encounters during his NDE, as you'll see, too. He lives and practices in Long Island, New York, and his second book, The Wisdom of Jacob's Ladder, features a grown-up Jacob working as a counselor using the wisdom he has gained from his near-death experience and a later out-of-body experience to help others navigate their lives. And this week, wow, we've been visiting with our wonderful, dear, precious friend, Peter Wright. He's been with us for the 16th time, but not at all the last. Peter is a favorite among Seek Reality listeners. And even though he's been talking about something that I, I don't like as much to talk about, some some very negative, you know, not so much positive it, it, people that maybe kind of would take control of us, he tells us that removing them is not that difficult, and he has become very good at that. And Peter, whenever he's with us, he always lifts my heart. He's told us today, too, how we can keep control of our bodies and keep these negative entities from entering in. If you picked up somebody you're not sure, so sure should be part of your aura, just go to insightsfromwithin.com. That's insightsfromwithin.com and talk with Peter about it. Peter can become your very dear friend and he can fix your problems. People have told me that they made Peter had made has made all the difference in their lives and he can do the same for you. And in, in addition, as you can see, Peter is a lot of fun to know. 
Now, as you know, you know, we've got to talk about the fact that Seek Reality Online is your one-stop resource for all things afterlife. Just go to seekreality.com and start to learn for yourself that your own reality really is eternal. Learn the ultimate truth from Craig Hogan himself, who is the world's leading expert on the afterlife. Learn the truth and never again be afraid of anything in your life. And teachingsbyjesus.com is your single resource for all the beautiful divine truths that are brought to us in perfect love by the greatest teacher who ever lived, Master Jesus, the eternally risen Christ. Now it really is Jesus' turn finally. As Christianity, the religion dies at last. The genuine teachings of Jesus can finally come alive. Teachingsbyjesus.com is the Lord's own entirely free free of religion, entirely free website made by and for Jesus in perfect love for you. And, you know, as I'm sure you know, I have books, but I'm not even going to recite their titles again. We're almost out of time. If you want to talk about anything at all, any of my books are just about anything, just contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I do answer every email, but it can take a few days because I get a lot of them. Just please be sure to give me your correct email address. If you don't hear from me within a week, send me an email again, because it just means that the email bounced. And that always makes me sad because I, I put a lot of effort into these emails that I send to people. And meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful eternal being and you most of all in the entire universe you are infinitely loved you've been listening to seek reality with roberta grimes roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share knowing the truth changes everything